0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive with Andy and the White Whale.
1: Andy, tis the season.
0: What's, it, what's the tis the season for? Christmas? Tis the yeah. season for Tis the season for Saturday games.
1: Tis the season for Saturday football, yes. which is awesome. Uh, I, uh, I, I've softened on my stance that they should put NFL games on the same day as the uh, Heisman and the Army-Navy game. That's a fine standalone tradition. Got, I got a lot of Christmas stuff done last Saturday. Uh, yeah, and it's so a, it's this a good Saturday, day to do stuff. <laughs> it's a good day to do stuff. This Saturday, I will not be doing much. I will be planted on the couch watching football, drinking eggnog, drinking whiskey, doing some, uh, you know, doing some wrapping. Maybe I'll wrap some. I'll wrap some boxes. That sounds about the, the, the limit of what I can accomplish on, on this coming Saturday. Um, you don't have your, your shit uh, wrapped yet? No, fuck no. How's your? Uh, what's your? What's your? Uh, what's your status? You got all the presents? Kids all taken care of? Oh, yeah, got you sure. got you got your the wife uh, uh, a christmas present or do you even give her do you guys even exchange presents anymore i,
0: I don't know I'll, <laughs> I'll have to figure out if she got me something then I'll give her something i'm gonna i built her a I built her a coat rack in the woods oh, well,
1: oh that true I mean, romantic.
0: that was it was, was like two weeks ago so i mean I'm gonna count that uh, <laughs> i, I like don't it. know yeah we're doing we're doing one fun, but i have to do some traveling this weekend we'll visit uh some family and do a family Christmas but I'll still be watching all the football and we'll probably do a scope Saturday for the late game. that will be a lot of fun and cool. off day. If you are sober enough, we will do an off day scope.
1: Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah, for sure. These are, these are great games on Saturday. Um, actually all the front time games, I guess KC's Chicago lacking a little, uh, a little magic, but oh, we'll finally uh, figure
0: out who was the right draft pick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> long last. We'll get to the bottom At of that. So. Long last. <laughs> Speaking of the great primetime games, uh, I kind of want to get to. Let's do
0: this right in order. uh, uh, No, I want to go out of order. I want to talk about
1: Monday first. I mean, we usually don't hit Monday until Sunday. We've gotten, I have gotten away from really giving a full handicap on our Sunday night pods because the numbers are so out of whack by then that it's kind of stupid to even bother. Um, But I feel like this is a big one. Green Bay, Minnesota decides a lot here, and you know, like this. You know, all of the seeding in the NFC kind of trickles out of what happens in this game. Would you agree? Yeah. At least this week. For this week, I mean, week 17 is still going to be a ton up in the air. But um, Green Bay win kind of solidifies them in a a, you know stranglehold on the bye uh, with the they would clinch Green Bay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Clinches the NFC North with a win this week or next week, right?
0: Sure. I looked, okay. I can't remember any all of them. There were so okay. many. We don't need it's to recount so, them because it's, it's, yeah, it's so convoluted in the NFC. Like I've decided I'm not even gonna really care. I'm not using most of it to handicap, obviously. I'm just no it's fun, it's fun to track, but yeah, um Green Bay wins this week, they clinch the NFC North. I mean, I think it does
1: change this handicap a bit. Um Green Bay, if they're down big, they're not really incentivized to empty the playbook. You know what I mean? Like they need to win next week to win the North. If they are down big, they really don't need to go back to the wall. Um, you know, give expose all their best stuff.
0: That's, that's a good angle for like in play. If we do have issues.
1: Yeah. So that may come up if, uh, if it's 21, three or something at halftime, we may need to consider that in our halftime scope for that Monday night game. Um, and also like, is there a bunch of stuff in the playbook? for Matt LaFleur and the Vikings and the the Packers offensively. Uh, This Packers offense, do they
0: have stuff in the playbook for an emergency? I'm not sure it's going to matter. Like, Phillip Rivers should have thrown all over this defense. They turned the ball over a thousand times. They had a punt block. They were driving to take the lead going into halftime. Yep. And that game just turned on its head. The defense quit on them in the second half. (laughs) It was mm-hmm. sick of getting their faces pounded in by backup running backs.
2: Like, mm-hmm. I've
0: been over this one. the The box score is so out of whack with the with the actual you know the actual game score. Minnesota had one more first down. They ran one more play. They lost in the yard per play. They were only fifty percent in the red zone. But and they lost their star running back and his backup. But. Again, seven turnovers. It's awful hard to win a game unless you're playing the Browns 15 years ago. Then that did happen one time. But it's yeah, Minnesota. I mean, we both took uh, in different manners we both 19
1: took, years ago, 17 years ago. Yeah, it was, it was um, a while back.
0: But we did. Sorry. We both took some Chargers money. Yeah. Uh, Went up I don't in know. smoke. Just, yeah. Sometimes that's variance. Like, yeah. Uh, a good quarterback and, I mean, just bad luck with uh, both, I think, both different running backs.
2: So it was, it was either way. Even
0: I mean, was, still, I, I don't think still, Minnesota's that good.
1: I don't disagree with any of those points, but the market d- does. This number's been adjusted in I the know. direction of Minnesota.
0: Might it opened it at four.
1: Day. It's up to five and a half. The money line is drifting. Like people are hot on the Vikings. They're hot on the Vikings. They're cold on the Packers. There's been a lot of talk, not just those of us in the know, but just across NFL um, media circles in general about what's wrong with the Packers. You know, they have some clear and obvious issues on offense, especially Aaron Rodgers is performing in the middle of the pack among quarterbacks this year, no matter how you want to measure it. Uh, And it's not obvious that they're just going to roll out here and be competitive with a team that is, you know, that has a dynamic offensive set going right now, um, utilizing uh, a variety of weapons in the you know running and passing game. The Vikings are look live. Um, talk me out of this laying where, the points here with this Minnesota. Is
0: get you. This is how they get you. I took a bad number on Green Bay. I thought it'd go the other way. I don't. I don't. You know, I'm not sold on Green Bay being some team that can do something in the playoffs. But like, and I, my numbers actually agree. It should be like Minnesota minus four or five. And I'm fine with that. I still took Green Bay. I got a bad number. I've I've seen it coming down, and I said this might end up at three and a half. It went the other way. I don't know. I guess I just can't read the market this week.
1: Well it was a full on head feet. fake and you it was a full on head fake and you jumped to block I, the three. I got and, yeah, and I James got a hook in my mouth. <laughs> James Harden got you with the fake and you plowed right into him and he made the three and he's going to the line for making a full one play.
0: Yeah, you know, old old Andy, bad bad uh bankroll Andy would just double down. You know what? Fuck him. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna take some Green Bay plus six then too. It's a two unit play now because the market moved against me. I still I still think (laughs) the Delvin Cook stuff, he's injured. He can say whatever he wants after the game. Yeah, I'm fine right now. That's because you're not getting popped in the shoulder by giant linebackers. Like, you're fine when you're not playing. He's going to go out there again, get hurt again. He's going to be on the sideline. He runs violently. We've said this a billion times. (laughs) It's not going to be Mike Boone and Amir Abdullah against – you know, a defense that's already quit because their offense is embarrassing themselves out there. Sure. It's going to be, it's not not like I'm super sold on some things about Green Bay, but I think we're not going to see 39 points, obviously. We're not going to see the high, you know, the dynamic offense. I still think Thielen's banged up. I know Delvin's banged up. I think it's going to be a competitive game. I'm just, I'm taking the points with Green Bay. A lot of it is based on just the secondary in Minnesota. Got a nice and it's an indoor controlled controlled uh, atmosphere for Aaron Rodgers. It's going to be loud, but he's great at the line of scrimmage. He just needs to check to a, a passing play every single down, and then pick on Mike Hughes or a hurt Xavier Rhodes or whoever else is back there. Just stay away from uh, just stay away from Kendricks and the linebacking core that's half decent. Throw Harrison. against those yeah Harrison and then Hendricks. Those are your studs. If he avoids the pass rush. I think they're fine and they're in this game. I'm not laying points in Minnesota.
1: Yeah, I mean, he should avoid the pass rush. Aaron Rodgers is having, like, the most time in the pocket of his mm. career <laughs> and and, and of it, any quarterback it, in it, the NFL. Like, it, is it's wild. A good,
0: it is a good pass rush, though. That does worry me a little, but he's a savvy old vet, and yeah, this feels like I might bet Minnesota in the second half mm. when they're down 15.
1: Well, let me ask you, though. Like, so how many points does Green Bay have to score for you to feel pretty good about your? What'd you get? Four? Four and a half.
0: Yeah, 21.
1: Okay. So like I, I lean. So you think Minnesota's ceiling is 24? So you think Minnesota's ceiling is 24? Yeah. Which puts us right on the number.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm 46. I'm close to the total. I wanted to lean a little to the over, but I, I just couldn't do it.
1: I bet the over this morning. I saw it lower. Uh, what was it? It was about what 45, 45 and a half. That's not too Uh No, I think it was 45 and a half. Um, and I, I, really, I really kind of like this over. Like I really do. Um, I know we just got – I just got my ass chapped with an over on Monday Night Football. Not, on, not, not 48 hours ago. So still raw back there. Um, but – This sets up well, I think, for Minnesota to score, put pressure on Green Bay, and I think Green Bay is going to be able to get back into it via the pass, picking on the weak elements in the Minnesota secondary. I think this is a score-for-score game. I don't think this is um, uh, anything like what we saw at Green Bay Chicago last week. Um, These offenses have exactly the right tools to hurt each other, and um, yeah, I think that this gets into the high 40s pretty comfortably. minnesota's defense i find to be uh very underwhelming very very unimpressive against the right unit and uh i kind of agree with you i think i think green bay gets more than 21. i think green bay gets like 23 or 24. it's
0: splotchy it's a little the defense is like they have some some high profile stars kendrick's hunter uh, you know hitman harry back there at safety but there's just some glaring weaknesses. It's a weird it's a weird defense this year.
1: off the top cool. of your head you want to guess uh, how many points Minnesota' is averaging offensively indoors this year? Indoors yeah uh,
0: 19. So, no
1: Minnesota offensively I, I have no idea. Oh no, That's a big number.
0: I do tell.
1: It's like 27 27 indoors? and a half. yeah Minnesota? Think nice. about some of their games. They scored like 42 against yeah, but you the said indoors. Lions. I uh,
0: forgot about the Lions game.
1: Yeah. The um, the Cowboys game, they scored, uh, uh, what, 28? I mean, they've had a couple of uh, very impressive performances uh, uh, indoors this year. I love them on that fast track. Diggs, and even if Thielen's 75%, I think that offensive attack from Minnesota gets points. And, uh, yeah, I think Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers can go score for score with these guys, even though they're having a lackluster season. And I am... I'm kind of with you. I think the number's right. But something in the back of my head says that uh, the fact that we haven't seen the best of Green Bay yet is a little little, little spooky if you think Minnesota can make a run here at the NFC North. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to land in the sixth hole. They're girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, why don't you set us up on Saturday's card?
0: Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Very exciting. Getting three games on the weekend. Before we even get into Sunday, and the first is Houston. Tampa Bay opened. He said, I don't know where you thought this was going to open for a total, and I don't know what the hell we were thinking. But we were all a little surprised that it opened that high, at 53. And I said, ah, you know, like Tampa Bay's over streak and Houston slinging the ball nicely, and they, you know, they've had a couple nice wins, and that dropped like a rock. I didn't get a piece of that. I'm kind of pissy. Mm-hmm. I did get some Houston minus one. I think that's the right side. I'm not s- certainly sold on laying anything over three. If you get three at a decent price, I'm not terribly concerned. I like the a lot of things about the matchup here, but yeah, that that number. There's a couple of these numbers that moved pretty quick this week. Maybe some some of the movement we didn't see in previous weeks. It certainly showed up this week in this game, the the Rams game, like you said, the Vikings game. A couple of these totals have been all over the place in our eight. If you like the over, hopefully you don't take our advice and you sit back and wait because it is, yeah, like a full four points lower in some spots right now. <laughs> and I, I think maybe some of the sentiment is some of the same sentiment that I'm using to church up my Houston bet It's just – You've got Evans out. You've got Godwin out. Your number one receiver is put
1: He's limited too,
0: and yeah, hes not a hundred percent. You've got decent tight ends. I'm not super psyched about their running backs as as real dangerous, you know, receiving threats. But I don't think we're going to see a Jameis 454 game this, you know, this week. No, it's not, it, it just ain't going to happen. That's right. I do believe the total. The move on the total is probably right. I don't know if it'll win. You never know what you never know what's going to happen when you have Jameis in the game. There, after sure. I, after I've already bet on this, but and and on the other side of the ball, the biggest thing that would scare me with Houston is going up against a decent pass rush. Watson isn't super under pressure at times. Tampa's pass rush doesn't scare me, and other things that Tampa don't scare me is their running game, and that's something that you can affect Houston with. So mm. I think Houston can comfortably. I don't even want to say like Houston. Here's some matchups that I like. Houston is a better team. They're they're a better team all around. If they can stop some of the things that Tampa Bay does well, they should win. They should win by a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm more than excited to get Houston minus one.
1: Okay. So you bet you, so you, uh, you tailed the, uh, the Nisha, the Kanisha Palooza will play.
0: Oh, that son of a bitch. He had it 45 <laughs> minutes after. <laughs> I'm glad I it was. I, I was glad to see him and Rob like it. Uh, a couple other people that we respect. You've seen a bunch of people hammering on Houston immediately on Sunday. So
1: at three, it's not a bet for you, though.
0: Honestly, if you okay. haven't already
1: gotten involved,
0: I probably still would.
1: Would you think, look first half?
0: That's that might not be a bad look.
1: Jameis tends to you know throw first halves. I mean, maybe not intentionally, maybe accidentally, but he's sloppy early.
0: Man, he throws. I want to go look how many picks he's thrown on the first drive this year. I, like I want to say three or four, and that's it, a lot. I would I would have said thirty
1: percent of the games. And wow. there's been only been fourteen games, so yeah, that sounds about right to me. Um, it's crazy. It, it really know, is. We know a guy. Maybe, yeah,
0: and we we can talk about this because this edge has pretty much sussed itself out. But the. Bruce Arians will will take the ball first if he uh, wins the toss.
1: Yeah, got to get most, that Jameis pick out of the way early.
0: Most of the other coaches defer. So, like 95% of the time, Tampa Bay does start with the ball. So, yeah. he, you know, we, we had someone who's making some bets on Tampa Bay to score first and was thrown into a fit of rage most Sundays when mm-hmm. Tampa Bay would invariably get the ball and Jameis would throw a pick. And the other team would be in field goal range already.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's a good strategy by Bucko Bruce. You can't give up a touchdown to the opposing yep. team and then put Jameis out there and have him throw a pick and be down two touchdowns. That, that doesn't help you. You got to get the get the pick out of the way early with scores 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, reset the clock and, uh, and take it from there um, in seriousness though I agree with all your points I think Houston's defense is a little underrated I think um, especially with the lack of weapons for Tampa Bay I think there's a chance I think there's a chance that this still comes in under uh, at 49 honestly um, last week a week ago I was ready to go on this over uh, no matter what number it was I was like oh yeah 49 51 i'm ready to go over um but uh, i do think the entire kind of makeup of the game changes with uh without a vertical thread in there for for the bucks and um we've seen houston do kind of a, a pretty thinly veiled um attempt to hide their best stuff uh to t- keep their kind of You know, pieces that are super important to them that are a little banged up to keep them out of harm's way when they can win ugly. Um, And I think you can see a scenario play out here where Houston goes up two points, I mean, two scores, and uh, they just take the air out of the ball. And it's not going to be easy because they're not (laughs) going to be able to just run, run, run on Tampa. Tampa's an amazing run stopping
2: team. But I think
1: you can have, you know, three downs, get, uh, you know, get get two yards on first down, get two yards on second down, and have. Um, you know, Watson scramble or, you know, make a play in the air uh, to complete, you know, to, to move the chains. I think there's going to be a lot of that down the second half. This sets up for a second half wonder, in my opinion. And uh, I think it could be an ugly Houston win, 26-3 type of deal. Like I'm, not, kinda, I'm, I'm kind of envisioning in my head a lot the uh, I mean, Houston I could uh, see, Jags game.
0: <laughs> yeah, I could see something where just without the receivers, I mean, Evans is a god. Yeah. Godwin is Godwin. Uh, I stole Godwin's nickname. Evans is so good. Godwin is an Evans. Godwin and Godwin's gosh. yeah, Godwin is amazing. The separation those guys get. It's if you're stupid. not if you're not that's where I maybe am a little scared to back an under because it, you have shitty receivers, backup receivers and tight ends trying to get separation against a you know a decent coverage unit. And Jameis still throwing it anyway. Sure. All of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's like thirty-five to ten at half because Jameis has given them field position three times already. <laughs> <Like> <laughs>
2: great shit. point. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's where a great he, point. He makes
0: me nervous in a game, and that's where I'm, I'm. more than happy to to take some uh, some Jameis sauce, get some picks, yeah. give me some plus, yeah. give me some plus um, field position for my Houston.
1: Yeah, man, Houston, you can eat that W. I feel it. Eat it. Uh, Houston's gonna get that four seed. They're so. have they have to they
0: yeah. have a they have a weird you you never know what can happen here i don't in a low scoring goofy game up by the lake we'll get into later with chicago and new england without an offense if houston wins and a couple other goofy things happen they have the head to head over kansas city and new england ooh ooh
1: KC finishes against the Chargers too. That's not an easy, easy no, last two games. They're,
0: they're a goofy <clears> team that can beat you. So Houston, <clears> Houston has everything to play for. And I said we won't be handicapping based on clinching scenarios. But if they do win this, they do win the division. This is a division clinching game. You get this done. Your next week, you can worry about whether you need. You're to
1: at least it. you at least are playing at home.
0: You're playing place. at home for a playoff game. The Tennessee game, you can decide whether it actually means something or not based on how everything else shakes out. Because if everybody else wins, four seed might be all you all you can do and you might end up just taking taking some starts. Yeah,
1: I'll tell you why else I like the under then. Uh, Bill O'Brien's going to be playing not to lose. <laughs> he's going to do some dumb shit uh, late in this game uh, that's conservative uh, because that's how he plays when he's playing not to lose. Um, okay, well. I'm probably going to stay away from that one. I, I always, I always get a little sketched out when there's like a cluster injury of this nature, and you're introducing all of these new pieces. Um, you know, like fresh legs this time of year can be fucking dangerous, um, offensive uh, on the offensive side of the wall, In my opinion, uh, that that all that said, I think that's the right side. I think Houston and the were the right looks here. I think you have to adjust Tampa Bay's expected point scoring down at least seven uh, in the absence of Evans and Godwin. Buffalo, New England, another divisional clash. This one again clinches the division for the Patriots if they can take care of business at home. But oh, that's not going to be as easy. This is this ain't your grandpappy's Buffalo Bills here. This ain't your uh, this ain't your JP Loss, Lossman Buffalo Bills here. <laughs> this ain't your uh, this ain't your Nathan Peterman Buffalo Bills, Andy. This is the Josh Allen fourth quarter game winning drive all he does is win Buffalo Bills um, largely led by a superlative pass defense uh, and uh, a, a very 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 impressive coaching staff top to bottom they're doing a fantastic job uh great great uh, everything everything about this franchise everything they've done from a roster construction standpoint um outside of the quarterback position i find to be top of the league uh and congratulations on i think uh did they clinch a playoff spot or do they have they are they are one, in one. the yeah they're in the right playoffs right that's fantastic now. first 10 win season in like a billion years this is great really. congratulations happy for you city of buffalo do not lose perspective like chicago lost perspective on their team and their limitations last year um, uh, that's all I can ask, yeah. and I'm sure Bills Mafia, with they're known for their 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 of uh, I'm sure I'm sure that we will get a, a reasonable response out of these guys. Um, that said, Buffalo's strength, their past defense, uh, not a great matchup for old Tom Brady. Not a great spot for Tom Brady, who is having a very difficult time finding chemistry with the receiving core, who is dealing with. Potentially the loss of his most important piece on offense, Julian Edelman. This is not great. Not great. Do you feel like there's value on the Bills at plus six and a half? Should we be looking at this harder? I kind of I swerved. I hard swerved when I saw this number go up because I thought, okay, Buffalo coming off a primetime win. Big fucking deal. Everybody getting hot and bothered about how great they looked and they came away with that upset victory on Sunday night football. Now they go on the road to New England, an actual team. Uh, this is going to be much tougher for them. So I said, I'm not taking the bait. I'm not, that's bait. I'm not taking that bait. And I swerved hard away from this game. Are we sleeping on value on Buffalo?
0: Yeah, probably. Who do you think has a better offense? The New England um, game. right now. No, no, no. Hold up. The New England Patriots this week with who they have, let's say Edelman's out, or the Duck Hodges-led Steelers of last week?
1: Whoa. Oh, man. See, <laughs> Duck Hodges is such a minus. I have to say Patriots. He is,
0: I know, it's, but it's not that big of a difference.
1: It's not. I don't. No. Um, I mean, the not, weapons, not only am the I, we- I looking,
0: I think we're very correlated I, yeah, on this, I plus six you, and a half in the under.
1: Yeah, I agree with you. I, I think you have to call out the weapons around Hodges and the offensive line are better for Pittsburgh, both of Absolutely. them. But uh, I think you're talking about a pretty significant minus at quarterback.
2: Yeah,
0: big minus at quarterback, minus at center, and then obviously they've had injuries at receiver and running back. And that's why they scored, what, like 10 points.
1: Even though know, the receivers they have, they have had out on the field and the running backs they've had out on the field have done great.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, been, <laughs> like, it's been nice fill-ins. Yeah. It's just... They're yeah. not, they're not, they can funny. coach these up, they can all coach up
1: replacement team. level receivers <laughs> to be like good receivers. Anyway, I feel yeah, like we're no, gonna have
0: to re listen to the pods from the summer. Yeah, because I think we were talking about how did we say there'd be a shift from like all these good AFC teams to like the NFC being a better league? A better conference.
1: I think we did. Yeah. I think we kind of, that was kind of a, a general theme, a general we feeling. Talk,
0: yeah. We talk about the Bills, the Patriots, and the I, Steelers and how bad their offenses are. These yeah. are teams that are in the playoffs. Like yeah. Yeah, the Steelers have not <laughs> clinched yet. Yeah. they're they're pretty much in the playoffs.
1: The the Texans are on like their fifth, sixth, and seventh cornerbacks. The Titans can't cover, you know, can't can't cover Colt like this is not a uh, this I know that's not the saying I'm making a joke Uh, but this is this is can't cover a cold no they can can catch a cold but they can't cover one Um, the uh, but yeah no you're you're absolutely right the there's some some hot turds in the afc playoff mix and uh the nfc playoff mix, everybody looks like world beaters. so yeah no i get you um i guess the baltimore stands above head and shoulders above all oh, the rest yeah. of it's all right now so that's uh, only one exception um but yeah i mean i i kind of feel like you're right this is an under billsy kind of a look do you think new england finds a way to get it done i mean their kicking game isn't exactly superlative if they are you know if they are really struggling and this turns into a field position, field goal kind of game? Aren't they at a disadvantage?
2: Yeah,
0: they have a kicker now, huh? Kinda. do they?
2: No,
1: the, p- the Pats, not, not <laughs> do really. they? No,
0: that, no and that's another, really?
2: that's another,
0: that's another.
1: Although, game. you know what? The Buffalo Bills punter was stunk out loud in that yeah. Steelers game, he almost cost them that game. I felt like
0: it wasn't a good punt, uh, <laughs> there was yeah, a bunch
1: but, that weren't good, he was uh, bad all night.
0: Yeah, then there should be a lot of punts in the game lined at 37.5. So maybe something to keep an eye out for if you want to look for some nice uh, some nice live betting spots. But, yeah, the the offense for both these teams is gross. I'd lean towards an under. I might still take an under. You can always come back live on, like, an over 23 for the game if you're, if you're worried about yeah. something. I may grab this under. I haven't yet. I lean towards... It's very correlated. If if you have a book that lets you parlay the under and the bills, that's not a terrible look in a game like this. There are books that still let you do that sort of thing.
1: What's the Patriots score that busts both of those?
0: I mean, once they get to, like, 21, I suppose. No, it has to be more than that. 23?
1: No, no, it has to be more than that. But we're, talking about, we're talking about Patriot score X and bust both. And the under? Yeah.
0: 23-14... 20, Gets you, thirty-seven points. Twenty-three fifteen is thirty-eight, and that's within the six and a half. So okay. if they get to twenty-three,
1: is exactly the number. Okay, twenty-three half. is exactly the number. Okay. Yes. Okay.
0: So if they get to twenty-three, you're dicked on that. I. But you're. I don't, but know, you, I don't know what you, they you, do.
1: Yeah, but you're basically getting plus two plus uh, twenty. You're getting close to what plus two fifty on t- Patriots team total under twenty-three. That's how that works out.
0: Ooh, there you, you found a roundabout. Yeah, if you can find that, I'm sure there's some alternate. No, no, no
1: I'm, I'm just saying like that's effectively how that probably yeah, works. Yeah, I mean, there's, a little, prob- that, there's yeah, a little there's a little probability that one hits and the other doesn't, but it's pretty, it's going to yeah, be damn your, tough. there's
0: there's European books that you can probably find that sort of thing an alternate team total under for plus money if you want to get crazy, but yeah, those are just liens for me right now. Um, uh, everything. Uh, Looking at everything, the Bills' weakness on their defense would be against a good slot receiver like Julian Edelman. So everything is just swinging Bills' way right now. They have momentum. The Patriots are kind of reeling on offense. The Patriots have a great defense. I think if I had to pick one or the other, I would pick the under.
1: Defensive scores don't scare you.
0: They certainly do when you don't <laughs> when you, when you have less than six touchdowns to give. <laughs> And
1: Josh, this is Josh way Allen. too low to play the under. I am, I'm am, oh, having nothing to demo. do with this. Nothing to do with this. That's so um, I don't
0: have a ticket yet. It got yeah. hit, it was 38 and a half. It, it's dropped a full point. Any, is
1: there any difference, really, though? 38 and a half, 36 and a half. You uh, think
0: five touchdowns in a field goal? I don't think we get five touchdowns. So,
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, that's actually a fair point. Uh, yeah, okay, all right, well. I'm going to watch it anyway, <laughs> even, if it's, even if it's a, you know, honestly, like going back to Buffalo Pittsburgh, that was a, that was an entertaining as hell game. That was really entertaining. I thought, even though it was two awful offenses and low scoring and lots of fun. So, sometimes it's fun. It was still fun. It was still fun. Yeah. yeah, it was still fun. Yeah. It was, it was still incumbent on, uh, you know, the offenses from each side to find a way to make a play. Buffalo did. Pittsburgh didn't. It was a great, it was a good entertaining game. I thought. Um, and you know, people are all in freaking fantasy mode right now, which is obnoxious to tell, but, uh, it was, sorry, some
0: of us are in the championship game, <laughs> my Ryan Tannehill led garbage team. Yeah.
1: Well, when you're in 10 leagues, eventually the, the law of averages, <laughs> you're gonna make I've it to never one.
0: been in the finals <laughs> of this league. I've been in this league since I was a wee boy.
1: Oh boy. Well, law of averages again, of averages, <laughs> you, were, finally, due. you were due. Finally, I was
0: due. Um, was my turn. You
1: want to tell us what matchup you're the most scared about?
0: I don't even know. Who's, I don't even know who he's got on his team.
1: Hopefully, you're a I guy got there on the back of of an Evans Godwin combo.
0: <clears throat> I don't even. Know. Anyway, I don't even know what clinched it for me. Um, probably just my my smarts.
1: That's probably you. Probably made some waiver wire transaction week six that was like the the game changing. The, 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 the league the league changing.
0: I made pickup. one all year. It was for a defense. Oh, really? Not good at the waiver wire.
1: <laughs> you just let I, it ride. Yeah, I still, right. still kind of have you So you're just like best ball. Okay, okay gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about the nightcap. I uh, want you to tee this one up. Ooh.
0: Everything is just playoff team on playoff team except Tampa Bay. Sorry. LA Rams rematch in a game where we bet them and they got their Heine beat. They Oof, got their high beat <laughs> bad. It was a bad matchup. Golf looked terrible.
1: They led by seven at one point.
0: They did lead by seven. It was feeling good, and then it never felt good again. Uh, The Niners, of course, the Niners were fully healthy in that game, right? They had all their receivers. Sure. Yeah.
1: They didn't have Emmanuel Sanders.
0: No, they did not.
1: They did have George Kittle, though.
0: They did. Kittle looked good. Um, San Francisco has some defensive injuries in the past couple weeks. That's the only thing keeping me from just taking the Niners right now. I don't mm. know, like what what has changed except the venue, and if anything, I mean obviously that's worse. you're getting you're getting six at home. I I don't know what is keeping me off of just making it a no brainer and playing, laying the points with the better team here. Mm. Team that can a team that can cover, you know that sort of uh, the offense that the Rams are out there. And Goff is hurt. Goff hurt his hand. He banged it on a helmet. No, serious is, is that, I don't know, but he looked like shit the rest of the game. I thought that was just him being Goff on the road. <laughs> yeah, which I too. he has to do again. Back-to-back road game for a hurt Goff. Like, Against a vicious pass rush. It is a terrible, scary pass rush. In no way, shape, or form would I be thinking about taking the Rams here. This one, to me, is Niners or nothing, just based off... A, a shitty offensive line for the Rams. Again, going against a crazy front seven with a hurt quarterback and kind of a, a confident team that's getting a little healthier on the offensive side, coming off an embarrassing loss.
1: How? Well, who? Which? But with both of these teams lost embarrassing passion.
0: Yeah, but one is used to be embarrassed.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> like you mean the last couple of years versus the other one who was just in the Super Bowl? Yes.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Well, how many points do you think the Niners score? Thirty.
0: Wow. Really? I'm kidding. No, I don't know. Um, uh, the Rams. The Rams' front four hasn't been like exciting the last couple weeks. No, two weeks ago they were. Revo- oh they were yeah, 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 yeah. La- last week, last week, last week, last and week. They may- stunk. Maybe, maybe I am too just tilted by last week's game. I kind of they feel like that's
1: plays in, I they did. yeah, the whole team stumped. they all th- I know, showed. but this number makes yeah. sense.
0: like this is this is where the number should be. five or six
1: Yeah, okay. You don't think that there's been I guess what I'm kicking myself in the ass about is that I didn't see the over adjustment last week on the Rams. like that was, like it was there. like the like the market overreacted wildly to the Rams victory against the Seahawks on Sunday night. like the the market was slow. To give the Rams credit for their their massive win against the Cardinals. They were, you know, there was a little bit of uh, obviously line value when they were at home against the Seahawks. They get the job done, and the market, I felt like, overreacted, um, you know, flipping that line against the Cowboys. Uh, And it's come all the way back, basically. Like, it's done a hard reset. Um, I think there's probably a little line value here on the Rams. I think two teams that are, you know, that both have. Um, you know, clear and obvious strengths and ways to attack each other. I don't think you should be getting six and a half points in division with, especially with the the kind of the track record of the way that these two teams play each other, which is relatively tight. And in fact, you know, under, if you want to get even a little bit more granular under the McVay era, he has owned the Niners soul. Like he's had a couple of games against this team where he has just, you know, named his score. Um, and I don't think this is the same Niners team, obviously, and I don't think this is the same Rams team. You know, one is taking a step forward and one's taking a step back. Um, but I do think this is a little bit closer game. As I first handicapped this and looked at the numbers, I thought this was the Rams or nothing. You said Niners or nothing?
0: Yeah, now that I'm looking at it, I have it as a seven if I go okay. by my numbers.
1: Wow. Okay. You give Niners the full three points at home? Yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, I mean... <clears throat> As close to it as I can, two and a half, three, even though, even, even if I drop it to two and a half, it's closer to seven than six and a half. Is it,
1: can we, can we rule out the narrative that the Niners peaked against the Saints? I think so. Last week was, was a one week dip after two tough weeks of travel. It wasn't indicative of we've lost some important pieces and this is who we are now.
0: I mean, losing those pieces on offense aren't going to help you against Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. Julio's a Hall of Famer. Matt Ryan's a former MVP. Just because that team's down doesn't mean losing some pieces on off or defense is going to just not matter against players of that caliber. And it, I, I think that better quarterback, and uh, you know, I can't talk shit about the Rams receivers. They've been great. They have great receivers. But with Koff on the road, even though I bet on him last week, is not. it's not Matt Ryan when he's playing at his peak. So... Sure. I probably won't bet this one but leaning San Francisco maybe San Fran first half or something
1: do you can you talk me out of making a play on the under
0: I've, I've had never this one in able, my queue like all I'm not day. sure I've been able to talk you out of anything ever <laughs> first of yeah
1: no you successfully have for sure for sure you yeah. have My, I'm at 45 a flat forty-five right now.
0: Man, it, it was 46 and a half at open. Yeah, you're Donald's still really, getting I, I'm the not, forty-five. I'm not sweating. I'm not sweating no, dear. you're I, still I, getting the forty-five.
1: I want to be on the. I want to be on the high side of forty-four, uh, and I want to. I want this to be uh, a tightly contested game that is decided by field goals, and not touchdowns. Um, I would like to see, and I and I'm open to the likelihood that the Rams just absolutely stink it up on offense again. That the, that the um, pass rush is good enough to disrupt golf and that the Rams give us another seven point performance.
0: Yeah, it could be similar to that sort of game where you end up with like a 20 to 7, 24 to 7 kind of game. I can't talk you out of it.
1: Okay. That's why I asked you in the first place what you thought San Francisco was going to get to. Yeah, I um, that was, that
0: was just goofing.
1: Cool, so. Okay. So you really think reali- re- realistically, you think their team total is fairly priced at like what, 24? No, 26 ish? 26?
0: What are we looking at? 45, 2, 3. 25 and a half, 26. And then the Rams will be somewhere around the 19 and a half. Yeah, probably pretty fair. But yeah, 20, see,
1: 23, 20. I can see the
0: Rams stinking and getting to like 13 points. Yeah, I don't hate it.
1: How, about, hate it. Uh, how about anything squirrely? Uh, about uh, Ram's leaning I guess a golf injury helps this um, San Francisco getting some of their defensive pieces back helps this. Uh, Gurley have any uh, you know kind of late season uh, magic in his legs he has not been used nearly as much this year I felt like it was they were waiting to deploy him until they needed him. Um, and sure enough, he's had some good performances down the stretch. Obviously, not last week, but uh, I mean, he, they put up a stat line, but it was he wasn't an impactful performer in that game. Um,
0: did, he, did he run twenty times?
1: Uh, I'm gonna guess his carries were. I think he had about eighteen carries or eighteen touches I think total.
0: Supposed to be good when they do that. Yeah, <laughs> he probably is. Niners, Niners have a nine middle of the road rush defense. I think it's going to be. Uh, The way the game script – the way I play out the game script is if the Niners get up, they're, you know, the – I can't think of the name name of the team. The Rams. I kept wanting to say Chargers for some reason. The other L.A. team. They're both lumped together after the uh, performances they put up in my teasers. But, yeah, if the Niners get up by two scores and the Rams have to start to abandon the run, it's going to be a big problem against that pass rush. So, yeah, I'm –
2: I'm Gurley place. had
1: uh, Gurley had 11 rushes and 3 receptions, so he only had 14 touches. That's why they lost. That's <coughs> not,
2: yeah, not, not how you win games,
0: boys.
1: W's go through Todd Gurley. Everyone knows this. Um, all right, well, let's move to Sunday and talk about some of these that are no thanks. I haven't decided which way I'm going. I'm probably going to play the under. Um, I just, it just has all of the makings of a very tightly contested divisional matchup. Um, you know, this narrative is going to get bantied about like to an extreme
0: what
2: degree. Was that word?
1: Bantied, it's going to like get it. bantied about. It's good. There, this uh, the, the, narr- the the total. When you hear narratives in the uh, in the mainstream handicapping space about totals this week, there's going to be a lot of. This is the second time they've played. It's a, you know, these teams know each other well. This game is going under. And, you know, the board reflects that. Like every single divisional matchup got hit to the under and has moved down, what, a point, point, half? Yeah. Across the board.
0: I think there's, I think there's people or groups that just play that late. Like we're going to hit all these, we're going to hit 60% of it long term.
1: Yeah. Right. Like the same groups that, like, rookie quarterback on the road, I'm betting against them first. Start ever and you know rookie or first ever uh, playoff appearance i'm betting against this guy yeah.
0: yeah yeah pretty much
1: um all right well
0: but that'll be and that'll be our halftime scope we'll do a halftime scope and find out how right or wrong we were on that one and gosh what a good day of football
1: yes makes seriously
0: up, makes up for not having uh a, a thursday night game
1: yes sir uh sunday I'm gonna say no thanks to this first one here on the card: Jacksonville, Atlanta. Um, Shot Khan, I
0: like Shad Khan. I like him better today.
1: I like him better today too. He gave uh, Tom Coughlin and his red-ass, chappy-ass face his walking papers uh, on face. on the uh, on the news of the NFLPA getting like ninety or something uh, instances of player suspensions overturned. You know grievances uh, all against the Jags and the way that they were treated, and the way that Tom Coughlin was using in you know team mandated fines to um, to try to, I guess, enforce discipline among a locker room of professional athletes who are getting paid millions of dollars a year. Um, The old school approach did not work in Jacksonville, and they've lost talent because of it. They have lost confidence in the organization because of it. And now they turn the page, and it's Minshew season. Uh, this is truly his team. Doug Marone probably gone. You think?
0: Yeah, they're gonna clean house. I would think.
1: It sucks. So and, and, and,
0: and maybe, maybe behind closed doors, they will find out. You know, through talking to the players, talking, maybe even talking to the PA, talking to other coaches, and maybe even some former players, they'll find out that. Marone was just a, a guy stuck in a bad situation with the way Coughlin was running things in a, an organization that was headed in a downward trajectory based on some of the things that were going on, and, and maybe they'll give him one more chance. I don't hate him. I hate him less now finding out that you know he wasn't. Uh, maybe some of the reasons for some of the dysfunction. Sure. And I do love that uh, he was going to retire, and they fired him anyway, too. It's um, yeah, just a right. hard F-you so. move.
2: Um,
0: um, and and it is, okay, you have to, you have to. Ooh, yeah, you know, the, the, the players' block. association. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the players' association said, "Don't sign with this team." Like yeah. you can't yeah. compete yeah. in a league. They yeah,
1: no, that you time. cannot. But, uh, well, you're left. Uh, you're, you're left picking through the dregs, and you end up with Nick Foles. I was going to um, say we'll
0: digress to the game, <laughs> but I don't have anything on this game.
1: MVP quarterback Nick Foles. Well, okay. So uh, does uh, do uh, do the Falcons move on from Clinton?
0: Uh, my, I want to talk about this line for a second. I did sure. double take. Atlanta's favored by seven. Like for a second, then I looked. I'm like, no, that's that's right. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, no. The Jags, for some
0: reason, it's, it's, for, I have the Jags
1: yeah. as a bottom three team right now.
0: I have them bottom five. It looks like.
1: Who do you have? Uh, who do you have below them?
0: Uh, the four teams that play each other <laughs> this weekend.
1: Oh the Jesus Christ! Giants,
0: Bengals. I I mean the the Jets, the Raiders, the, the Bengals, or the Falcons,
1: Bengals, Falcons, Bengals, uh, Cardinals,
0: Bengals. Cardinals. They're they're all very close to Jacksonville, but yeah, Giants, Washington, Cincinnati, Miami are all at the bottom for me. Okay. So no, the the sevens just like I didn't touch this one because the numbers are just about right, and it's super hard to tell with uh with the motivation here. And again, like you just touched on, we don't know if Dan Quinn's job safe. We don't know what's going to go on with the change in Jacksonville. If the, you know how the players actually do feel about that, I'm sure they're happy, but who knows? So this is such a stay away game for me. I, I couldn't cross it off fast enough before the conference news. <laughs> and now it's, now it's especially done for me. I had a lean. I, I didn't mind going, you know, leaning on this total, but I'm, I'm so staying away from it. Was your lean under? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause Falcons defense has been playing a little better. And the Jags, tiny, yeah, the Jags' offense is isn't really impressing real anyone.
0: Right so <laughs> it's
1: not impressing anyone. Real rough. Uh, yeah, di Filippo might not be the answer for the second straight year. <laughs> he is coordinating a very poor offense. Um, all right, well, that one's a, that one's a no thanks. Uh, how about uh, Saints Titans? Can you uh, this one? I have a very very tough time handicapping. Although I do see line value, I don't know if I can take it. Where are you going with this?
0: I took Saints minus two. You did? Because it was there.
1: Because it was there. Because you knew it was yeah. going to go three. Pretty much. But you're not going to come back
0: on three. He, I might if Adore, if Fedori plays. Oh, okay. That's a big deal for me. I don't think he's like, oh, he's worth a point. But if if the secondary is still missing most of the pieces and Dory Jackson's hurt still, I, I don't care if it's like, oh, you know, it's recency bias and what we saw the Saints do. They're a well-coached team. With a, a veteran quarterback who can't miss a receiver right now. You've got maybe the best receiver of the last five years who gets separation on every single down. You can tell the secondary you're throwing to him, and he'd probably catch 40% of the balls. Yeah. You could triple cover him. He's, he's running crisp routes. He's getting separation. He's got great hands. He's the best. He's the best receiver in the league, bar none. Hill? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Taysom T- 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 of kind of a sneaky little weapon. <laughs> yeah. Again, he is. Like Tennessee right now playing a little. I mean, they they peaked. They peaked two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. They're on their way down. They're overvalued. They're still a little overvalued. Three is a little much for me to lay, but New Orleans at one or two if you got the early number. The secondary is just so bad. New Orleans (sighs) is so good at calling plays that work for their – I mean, it's like like what we say about the Ravens every week. They tailored an offense that worked around – around Lamar and look what they're doing the Saints were so good at it they did it for two different quarterbacks this year they have an offense that works perfectly for the pieces they have even in the game against the Niners that offense was doing a lot of good things and Tennessee is not the Niners even on the road here (sighs) Tennessee kind of in a bind
1: Drew Brees outdoors doesn't spook you
0: uh, and then uh, no, I don't think it's it's No, not, weather. they're
1: not expecting weather, right?
0: No, and it's it's Nashville. It's not Green Bay. It's not Chicago. They're Buffalo. You know, it, it's it's not going way up north. It's outdoors, but it's still fair weather outdoors.
2: Do you, and you think? Also, uh, secondarily,
0: yeah, Tennessee has... Boy, we need to go back and edit that part where I said I wasn't going to use clinching scenarios. What if Houston? I mean, Houston plays Saturday. What if the division? Oh yeah, is yeah,
1: it could be over for them. The, uh, but they still, they're, they're still in line for the wild card. I guess the question for the is, wild card, okay, but how many times, in, how many times in our damn betting life have Tennessee backed their way into the playoffs? I feel like it's been two I or know, three years, due to not. <laughs> and they're due to back their way out. It does feel yes. like that. And this is a tough final two games. They got, they are playing against uh, two teams that are better than them this week and next week on oh. this week at home next week on the road and uh both of these teams are playing for something the saints need to try to secure a bye they need to get rest they have a bunch of pieces on defense that they would i'm sure would like to get healthy and get back in uh informed for the uh, playoffs and i think they would like to have the nfc come through the big easy i think they would have they would like to host uh, the NFC title game again, and try to make amends for their uh, their their sad exit last year. Um,
0: you know who's ready for them in the playoffs? Minnesota. The refs.
1: The refs. Yeah. Well, hey, they're they're saying, owed. Hey,
0: "Hey, buddy, we got <laughs> hey, you. We, we got owe you a big one. Hey, We've a got big you. One. Like they should just they should absolutely say we're gonna extend one drive. We can't go blatant." But there's going to be one person that's going to lay a hand on Drew, and we're going to say a roughing, and roughing. they're going to get that third yeah. down. They yeah, get and one. We all yeah, you place. get
1: one deep ball to Ted Ginn, and we will give it to you on the goal line. Yeah, we'll
2: <laughs> yeah
0: we'll throw we'll throw an off we'll throw an offside flag, give you a couple free plays.
2: That's it.
1: Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, because the Minneapolis um,
0: miracle was not our fault.
1: Do what? What's your thoughts on on the Saints in New Orleans? Do you think they are alive for the NFC? Are, are they should they be the proverbial favorites in USC? Do you think the Niners should still be the favorites?
0: Can I cap out and say co-favorites? Yeah, Yeah, sure. I don't, know, okay. if I could, yeah, I don't sure. know if I could pick one right now. Sure. Okay. I mean, it was it was maybe. Right now, we're leaning more towards New Orleans based off the results of last week. But that's
1: I am all, I have always le- leaned, not always, obviously. Well, in always, the playoffs, I think, for sure. For the playoffs, with the I'm leaning. Yeah, with the experience is good. It's, huge. Co- it's and, I
0: mean, coaching, it's not like Shani hasn't been to the playoffs. Not as, a, you know, not as... The,
1: yeah, the, he sure knows how to put away big a lead boss. In the playoffs, right?
0: He does. Oh, man, we didn't do that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, Saints. I don't have
1: a I don't have a play on this one. I can't make up my mind. I wanted to, I I felt like there was a reaction here to the Saints on Monday Night Football that's not worth carrying into this road contest, and that there should be a little bit of value on Tennessee if this gets to three and a half. I'm probably going to be my hand is going to be forced here. I don't think it's going to get there though. I think this is going to come back if anything. Um, and you know. The total looks reasonable. 15 and a half is reasonable. The Saints offense can score. The Titans defense isn't very good. The Titans are going to be forced to empty the playbook and, you know, try to make a miracle comeback if they're down like 28, 14 or whatever. So the chances that this goes over 50 and a half, I think, is real. Um, so I'm going to stay clear of this contest. Another one I'm staying clear of, but I know you like something. Giants, Redskins, down in D.C., the NFC East has been a disappointment all year. No better example than these two teams.
2: <laughs>
0: Understatement of the podcast.
1: <laughs> Eli Manning gonna get another start. Uh, gonna get a chance to get a his, uh, go go out in uh, in glory with a winning record and get enshrined into the Hall of Fame with his two That's Super Bowl MVPs. A hell of a um, question. You, Dwayne Haskins, does do he think? have a little axe to grind? He has a little axe to grind with ah, uh maybe. New York. Don't you remember Draft Night? Yeah. They were they were live in the Dwayne Haskins household with the Giants on the clock and the 6th overall pick. And the Giants took Daniel Jones, not I Dwayne was, Haskins. I don't know if that he thought
0: that hard. Uh
1: I remember seeing the look on his face and thinking it's going to be fun to see him go up and head-to-head against the Giants this year. Um was it was he the quarterback in their first meeting or was it Colt McCoy? Or was, it, was, uh, or was it? Or was it Case Keenum?
0: His, I believe it was his first start. And
1: I think I don't think it was his first start. I think they pulled the switcheroo after a quarter. They they gave Keenum the hook, didn't they? And they threw him out there, and he just... and this was when like Gruden was playing. This is when Jay Jay Gruden
0: looked into this. I'm
1: pretty sure Jay. This was the game where Jay Gruden was playing because I I remember this because I remember you bet the over in that game, and I was like, Gruden really screwed you because he was playing. He did uh, not start that game. That was was his first game action.
0: It was his first game action. He was put in late. They were down. Three interceptions, right? Uh, He did throw three interceptions. Yeah, Gruden set him up to fail. Set him up to fail, and here going over the last two weeks, he had a good quarterback rating last week. Uh, yeah, I'm not key. a big quarterback. He looks rating. He looks a little lively, even against Green Bay, where he did take a few sacks and he fumbles. Threw are,
1: fumbles are possible. Yes, interceptions yeah, are possible. Turnovers are had, possible. He only
0: had one fumble in the last two weeks. Only had one interception in the last two weeks. Three touchdowns, averaging roughly two to ten. His completion percentage can go a little; it's like it's low sixties. But he's not a hindrance anymore. He's not the guy that's out there just you know doing nothing. One hundred and fifty yards and an interception and a fumble lost. He had a he had five fumbles in two in three weeks at one point during the season.
2: So mm, mm, mm. That was a bit of
0: issue. I'm on the so over, how are, how revenge are, game so, for Andy.
1: How are both of these teams getting to twenty?
0: The bad. I mean, the defenses are still bad. And, you know, we can talk about all we want with the sac pick being shitty and maybe these quarterback choices not being great. They got Terry McLaurin and Darius Slayton in the third and fifth rounds, respectively. They have 17 combined touchdowns on some pretty shitty teams. So good for them. Nice grab. Did you say 17? 17 combined touchdowns. What? Really? Yeah.
1: Who, how many does uh, McLaurin have? Now I gotta look it up because I just that's added it. That's crazy! Really, I'm shocked at that number. They should. Why aren't any of these guys in the in the conversation for rookie of the year? Yeah, I mean, did, Jacob, I, did I look? Did look? Jacobs.
2: It
0: right? I feel Jacob's like you did the math wrong.
1: <laughs> Jacobs hadn't been. Jacobs hasn't been like out of this world good. And he he's he was uh, in, he was. That's still amazing. That's still 15. incredible. One, oh, one yeah, guy's eight. Wrong. One guy has seven.
0: God, what am I where would I adding I thought somebody had ten at one point. Maybe I was maybe I was looking at Steve Slayton. I
1: don't know. There's no way he has ten. No. <laughs> um but yeah, no, no, I get I get your point. Like these guys are, are frisky. I mean I guess why why aren't I guess they're just on bad teams, no one's watching them, no one's really making the case for them. I feel like I feel like Jacobs for offensive or for rookie of the year is blah.
0: It is blah, and I hope they give it to Kyler because he's more fun. You try. I mean how many
1: of, wins was Jacobs worth this year? <laughs> like seriously, like oh my was, God. how many wins was he worth?
0: If you bet the Raiders over six and a half wins, <laughs> what a blue Jesus ball. Christ. You're not gonna get there. Oh
1: that. goodness. Oh my goodness. I don't know. Has there been a to. bad has there been a bad under too? Or a bad over? Uh, yeah, well, is, that, I mean, is that the worst on the board? that's got yeah, it.
0: Should the have board. cashed against the Jags. It should have cashed a couple times against the, oh, a couple times yeah. the Raiders. Yeah, oh, all they man. need is one more win, and now they're sitting with some more injuries, and it's it's not going to get there. The under well, we'll, six and a we'll, halfs are going to get.
1: We'll uh, yeah, we'll hold on. For just a second, Uh, okay. So your case for the over is just the defenses are poor, and there's lively pass attacks, and you're gonna get you're gonna see points because this is a relatively low total.
0: Yeah, Washington's allowing the third most red zone trips to opposing offenses per game. (laughs)
1: That's good. Um,
0: Yeah, Uh, if if they're gonna get in the red zone, just feed your generational talent. Saquon probably gets two touchdowns. The Giants are really low in opponents' point per play. Like I just, I have a long list of bad defensive metrics I could link. up list off, but oh, honestly, don't worry about, it.
1: don't worry about. It. Just look
0: you. at, just look at what Carson Wentz did.
1: I, have, I believe you. You haven't made any mistakes weeks. about statistics in a while, so I totally believe you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the seventeen <17th> touchdown. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, you know, what, what Carson Wentz did in the last two weeks? I don't even think he's that good. Yeah. Okay. Oh, kind of. Oof. Kind of. Oof,
1: ripped, can't wait ripped, to get to that game. Uh, let's, get, let's get to that game. Let's skip some of these. No thanks, Pittsburgh Jets.
0: Um, Jets, extra rest off Thursday night, but they're still the Jets. <laughs> Jamal Adams may play. That'd be a big boost. Um, Pittsburgh has to have it. I mean, playoff push, have to have it. So I feel like Pittsburgh probably loses this game, not betting it.
2: Yeah. yeah. This is going to be
0: such a gross game.
1: Um, have you heard anyone make a case for either of those sides?
0: I guess just based off Pittsburgh's Pittsburgh's wanting to run the ball against that brick wall. It's like
1: it's like weakness on weakness all over the fucking all place. Over the board, yeah. It's <laughs> all not
0: over it's, the it's not even a fun one to handicap, I don't think.
1: I don't either. Okay. Uh, how about uh, Cincinnati Miami? Cincinnati got the uh, got a stranglehold on this Olympic. Are they going to actually try?
0: Man, this is I think they have a stranglehold. I I I think they'd have to win two games to come out of it.
1: I think Cincinnati goes for this one, don't you?
0: I mean, I don't think it actually hurts them because they can just punt next week.
1: Yeah, next week they play against the Steelers, right? Or no, yeah. it's the uh, yeah. no, 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 Browns is it Browns, 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 yes, Browns, Browns right? Yeah, okay.
0: So yeah, the the way it the way it lines up in the uh, the Tankathon charting right now, they only <laughs> have the one win. Everybody else has at least three wins. Right. So they can they can afford to win a game and still get Burrow or Chase Young. So I yeah, they're live to go out there and get themselves a moral victory that is actually also a real victory. And <laughs> Miami. Miami's so bad. Uh, I think uh, you saw you saw what happened last week. They can't stop the run. Like, I feel like Nixon, Miami's
1: fading. I feel like Miami Peaks 13-14 really and now they're fading hard. And they Cincinnati, I think, is actually bad, still playing hard.
0: Yeah, they have such a bad run defense slash complete total defense, like Mixon slash whoever is going to go for a shitload of yards. It's going to be a boring game where Cincinnati wins like 24-14. So
1: why aren't we betting uh, Cincinnati Moneyline?
0: Because it's still the Bengals and Dolphins.
1: So? (laughs) It sounds like you feel like there's value on Cincy. I kind of Fitzpatrick,
0: agree. Fuck it. Let's take Cincy money line.
1: I kind of might. I think I will. I I, I honestly think they're playing better. Um, okay.
0: No, the uh, Dolphins might. I mean, the Dolphins getting that down makes sense. It opened two and a half. It's down to one.
1: How long ago was Fitzpatrick uh, quarterback for the Bengals? I'm just assuming he was at one point, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like if i close my eyes must, right? if i close my eyes i can i can picture him. <laughs> yes <a> how <laughs> oh, i can picture him in a, in a harford uh, uniform. can you pull up can you pull up uh
1: fitzpatrick's he career and for 2007
0: and i knew it i knew it
1: well, as soon as you Thank said you. it i could see it in my mind's yeah. eye yeah
0: yeah, so he played for the Rams, Bengals, Bills, Titans, Texans, Jets, Bucks, and now the Dolphins. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's the Older Lore <laughs> Award winner. First team all Ivy League, two thousand and four. Oh, he went yeah. to Harvard?
1: <sighs> Apparently. Huh. Oh, how about that? He's an Ivy League guy. Who knew? Um all right. <laughs> I well,
0: wonder how he did on the Wonder like Next up, <laughs> Carolina. I think uh where do
1: you think he lands where do you think he lands next year? Out of curiosity. Oh,
0: fuck! Somebody's signing him, ain't they?
1: Somebody is for sure, right? I mean, you kind of—he deserves to be in the league. Ah, I got to tell you,
0: he hasn't played for Carolina yet. I think, <laughs> I think he might end up there. They can use a—they can use a quarterback <laughs> behind Greer, and then Greer gets not, hurt. You're, and he plays. you're not ready
1: to, i want to send him to the desert. I want him to lead the Vegas Raiders. <sighs> That'd be fun.
0: We're gonna have to look at this. We're gonna have to look a little because he's probably a free agent. He's always a free agent.
1: <laughs> I think he is too. Um, all right. Well, he's
0: and he's from Arizona.
1: Yeah. Uh, a game that I do not have bead on, and I will also be passing. Even more, even less interested in this game than the last game we covered. Yes. Uh, Carolina indoors at the Colts. The Colts. I've just give. I've forgotten about them as a franchise. They've let me down. Enough different ways this season that I, I just can't, I can't anymore. I'm done. The 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 pain is too great. Um, Jacoby Brissett looks like he's completely completely regressed uh, from some solid play early in the middle of the season. Um, Frank Reich was making decisions on Monday Night Football that had me shaking my head and asking, "What? Who is this guy?" Uh, and uh, I'm I'm embarrassed that they're seven point favorites against the Carolina team that I kind of I thought about. Looking at this Carolina um, spot here because Will Greer is different. But I, you know, who knows? Carolina's defense is completely imploded. They've completely quit on the season. Indianapolis could score just enough, to keep the play, play, keep away here and, you know, keep Greer cold. I, I don't know. I have no read on this game.
0: Yeah. That's. You said it all, brother. That's uh I, I don't know what to make of Greer. If you think there's value I have no idea. He I'm was so bad in
1: the preseason, but all of our was, kind of smart friends were like Greer was an amazing prospect, so I have no idea. I,
0: I know a lot of people that are very high in Greer, that's what's keeping me away from fading him off his first start on the road. And Plus also, like that's it's just too many points.
1: Yeah, it's there's also been like a kind of a pretty clear and obvious trend this season of first starts by unknown quantities being solid performances. (laughs) So uh, I don't really want to fade that sort of momentum. Um, So yeah, skip. Baltimore-Cleveland. How great would this game have been if Cleveland hadn't pooped their pants this season? Now I have nothing.
0: Nothing. Yeah, the, Nothing. the number's just about right. Baltimore coming off extra rest.
1: Power number wise, you have Baltimore thirteen points higher than Cleveland. <sighs> Twelve. Can
0: you can you imagine if we
1: had said that preseason, like, hey, oh what? Do you imagine like, like, like if someone had given you a crack at Cleveland plus ten in Week sixteen at home in the preseason, wouldn't you have? then all over that, like stink on the Browns?
0: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, I have Baltimore like 12. It's 12 and a half. I have them better on a neutral. So this number is pretty close. The total's probably pretty close. I really, I hate to say take a over a touchdown favorite on the road who already lost to this team in convincing fashion earlier this year. But I mean, it's Baltimore or nothing. Cleveland's and the, the shit that's going on between OBJ being injured, not wanting to live there anymore, selling his house, I guess. Not selling his house, he said. And then these other players telling other teams to come get them. Freddie Kitchens, maybe early early career lame duck. It's just a gross situation. And I couldn't be happier because I hated the, I hated all the Cleveland's team over the offseason. And I'm super happy that they're going to have a losing season. <laughs> So oh, look at that such at Browns and your uh, hopefully Baltimore. I don't care if Baltimore covers because they won't bet it, but hopefully Baltimore wins, cinches up things. I think they've won the division. Obviously, I don't think even a win. Yes, a win clinches a first round bye, but it does not clinch home field throughout. They would also need a New England loss. Hmm.
2: No, so no, no, no,
0: you're I'm wrong. Just a win does home field advantage throughout.
1: So you were not impressed by that Cleveland steamer? huh?
0: No, the Cleveland steamers were <laughs> maybe a little off base. I,
1: I didn't think the steamer guy, but you never know. You know, so I wasn't sure. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, I, I when I first saw this number, I was like, Cleveland always plays up against Baltimore. This is uh, you know, they're frisky here. This is you know, they they're gonna find a way to stay inside double digits, but uh After watching a little bit more closely some of the meltdowns on the sidelines last week, this does not look like a team that's going to be mentally prepared to face the best team in the NFL, so I will be passing. Detroit, Denver. My God, there are some stinkers this week. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if you had to pay full price for tickets to see David Blau take on Drew Locke in the freezing cold of December?
0: (laughs) What a shit, Drew. Woof. It's like a common what? quarterback name now. What position did you know. play for uh, San Dimas High? <laughs> <laughs> the Anchor San Lake Dimas High swimming. football rules, man. It does. Um, um, yeah, I had nothing on this. Locke, Locke, I can't take it away from him. He's looked, he's looked good for coming in midseason like this as a rookie. Yeah, he has. Uh, indoors, a beat-up Detroit team. This number is probably about right. Uh, the total is probably a little low, but then at the same time, the moment I do that, Detroit scores like nothing. Detroit is a high variance team for me right now, and I don't want no part of this.
1: What did you make of Detroit uh, and uh, um, Marth Vader giving uh, Patricia the vote of confidence?
0: I guess like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that, that's not going to fire the team up. They don't seem fired up for him.
1: No, they sure don't. So. Hasn't been good. Hasn't been good. The Patricia tenure has not been, has not boded well. Um, Uh,
0: I mean, just, uh, we're we're not betting the game. Let's talk these two teams. Fangio, Patricia, Patricia has one more year as a head coach. Then Mr. Fangio, who do you think has a sunnier outlook in the next, let's say three year window based on quarterback, head coach, draft position, I lean. I know which
1: way I lean. I lean Fangio and Denver, and it's it's because it's because it's not even. And like Denver didn't embody any of Fangio's kind of telltale strengths. I didn't think this season. Like they didn't. Like he might be good. He might. Yeah, he might be a good head coach. Uh, And because like we, we talk about guys like Freddie Kitchens and why that experiment failed. It failed because he didn't really know how to transition from his role as I'm going to craft this offense and be responsible for this to I'm going to delegate those responsibilities and be more, um, you know, the overall kind of guiding force for this team. And the leader here. Um, Whereas I do feel like Fangio has done that. I think Fangio did a pretty good job of kind of rescuing the season. They had some very significant liabilities with their offensive line. Their tackles were getting beat routinely, and they shored that up pretty well, I thought. Um, I thought that uh, pulling the plug on the, um, you know, he made some poor tactical decisions in games that I thought uh, cost them some wins, especially early in the season, but it did seem like he learned from that. Um, the Denver win against uh, Houston was kind of an impressive, like, yeah, this is our ceiling. This is what we can be. Uh, I think they have some young, talented players in, in their offensive personnel groupings. Um, you know, the, the Cortland Sutton's and the Fans can be a good, you know, kind of young core. Uh, if you can kind of bolster your offensive line this offseason, get a couple of uh, savvy vets in uh, in the trenches, I think that the Broncos could be kind of nasty next year.
0: Nasty as they want to be. <laughs> no, I agree with you there. I think that's a sign of a good coach, not, not, yeah. uh, it's a sign of a good leader. I mean, in sure. any industry, knowing your strengths, knowing your weaknesses, delegating the things that yeah. can be delegated, and you know, making sure you're successful because of yourself and not despite yourself. So he has a little, I, uh, I'm he has actually a little, whiff a little impressed. Of, uh,
1: he has a little whiff of Mike Zimmer to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean Zimmer. I was like, he's not the right guy for today's football. Um, but he made some good. He made some good organizational decisions. I think
0: he's he's stepped a little further back from the offense this year. That's what he needs to do. He's not an offensive coach, neither. Yeah, of
1: and are. apparently he and, had a turd in DiFilippo Filippo running things last year. He knew it was a problem. He knew he needed to cut the cord. And yeah. bringing in Stefanski has been freaking awesome for the Vikings.
0: Yeah, they're having a much better season. So, so yeah. agreed. I think uh, I think uh, we owe an apology to Fangio. I said he was going to be a bad hire because I don't like defensive coaches, but yeah. it turns out he is a smart man. He's, boy, they're going to be like one and fifteen next year. Does,
1: d- no, 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 no. I do you know, think I? I, I honestly feel more more glossy, more positive about the future of the Denver Broncos than I do these next two teams who are in their division.
2: Oh, yeah. Agreed. I would
1: very much think Denver is you're coming in second in the AFC West next year because you have fatal flaws in Oakland and, and, uh, and the Chargers. Now, I think the fatal flaws in Oakland that exist right this moment are humongously impactful in this game. And I think laying the points with the Chargers was a no-brainer when it was under seven. Now at seven and a half, it's a little tougher. Um, do you Can you still make a case to lay the points with the Chargers? I put a small play in under seven because one of our friends made a great case to me and I was like, oh, that's, yeah, that's that number is going. And then blinked and uh, Trent Brown's out. Jacobs is out. Oakland's quit. Um, this is uh, a weird, uh, I, you know, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot about the most important narrative, important narrative of the whole game. This is the Chargers finale at Dignity Health Sports Park. <laughs> Last time ever that they're going to play on the 27,000-person Soccer field in front of 27,000 or 26,099 Raiders fans. Um
0: yeah, Raiders fans get two goodbyes. <laughs> they this get
1: year. Two. Do you think that they bought tickets for this game so that they could come and boo Derek Carr a little more? I think <laughs> did
0: you see how many Vikings fans were there last week?
1: Yeah, it was it was at least ninety ten split, maybe ninety-five. It's-
0: Fucking brutal. It's like, crazy. That's brutal if you're a home team. Like when it's you it's not
1: changing in the when new stadium. you come stadium, out of the,
0: the tunnel, like the I played. Changing. I played high school sports at a small school, and you know you can talk whatever motivation. It is nice to see your home crowd show up to a game, match, whatever, and it, there is energy that comes from that. I can't imagine how bad it feels to come out of that tunnel at home especially some of these teams, these players, you know, they move around. There's a lot of free agency. Some of these teams, they've played for teams with good crowds and they come here and they come out of the tunnel and it's like 80% purple. And sure. it's been like that the whole time. Like that's just going to be disheartening. Like I yeah. kind of, I do feel bad for this team. I don't that think said, it's
1: changing next year. Honestly, you know, move, moving it's going to be the, a desi- uh, It's going to be a destination anyway. Yeah.
0: I mean, they all are. It's like, uh, I, I have buddies that go watch the wild in Vegas. Like I think Oakland's gonna, I think Oakland's gonna be in for a rude awakening as far as losing the black hole and turning up to be a, uh, you know, what, what do you call it, a destination event? Yeah,
2: yeah, right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, a uh,
0: great grab, four and a half, five, whatever you got, even six and a half was good. It's on the other side of seven now. There's still a flat seven or two out there. In fact, you can find a seven plus one hundred if you look hard enough.
1: Yeah. I think the Chargers are the vastly superior team right now as constituted, as rostered uh, yeah. and players who are taking the field. I think Derek Carr is especially susceptible to pressure. You're going to be able to get a violent pass rush against him with the, the, a couple of key missing pieces on their offensive line. And the Raiders defense right now, The it was weird. There was a weird series of cuts that preceded last week's game against the Jags. They cut a lot of vets that I didn't totally get why they were doing that. I felt like they were trying to send a message to the locker room, but apparently they were just like, no, we're going to lose, and we're going to get these young guys' reps, and decide if we're going to keep them around on the team next year. Um, and a lot of them don't belong on an NFL field, in my opinion. Um, Chargers should be able to pick their number here. I can kind of see a little bit of you know this playing out, not unlike uh, the Chargers up against the Jags two weeks ago. So I laid the points. Go Chargers.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I can make a as hard of a case for laying it at seven or seven and a half, but I'm certainly not running to the window to back Oakland here.
1: What about a plus money price at like nine and a half?
0: Get weird with it, yeah.
1: Why not, right? Mm-hmm. Double-digit win. Let's go Chargers. Um, I don't see this coming in t- tight up against the number, really. Either the Chargers completely loses their cool and you know seven fumbles, seven turnovers again, or, uh, or they hang, both, or they just both
0: hang. Teams minus seven.
1: Yeah. All right. Let's get to the main event. Tee this one up.
0: All right. Arizona heads up to Seattle <laughs> in a divisional matchup. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. Dallas Philly. We'll get to yeah. that one too.
2: Yeah, Dallas Philly.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. The main event. I wish this game was gonna be better. You know, this was supposed to be two, maybe like ten and ten and four teams heading into this game, looking at who's gonna win the division, who's gonna be the three seed. What's I mean, this is mathematically there's no chance. Like two weeks ago, I think it was like, yeah, you're the four seed. That's just how things go. I don't know if it's a. Obviously, it's it's a fully a full lockdown spot. As far as you know, the, the wild card went out the window a few weeks ago too. But I don't know does it does it absolutely clinch the division if the Eagles win? I don't think it does. I think if the Eagles, yeah, if the Eagles win, Dallas can still win the division. But if Dallas does get it done, it's done. It's curtains for Philly. So.
1: It's tough for me to see <laughs> Philly dropping a, a game against the Giants Week Seventeen yeah. with the with the division on the line. But I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. No, no, exa- exactly. But Dallas, Dallas wins. It's over with. Um, honestly, if, uh, if Dallas wins and Minnesota wins, that's, that's it for uh, that's your six teams. Everything's taken yep. care of. There's no, nothing but seating to be handled in week 17. I did lay the points at Dallas here. This is one. I, I make this number Dallas minus one. In fact, closer to Dallas minus half point. I still laid two and a half went against my number. I I just can't I just can't fathom Philly doing it against what a coverage unit that has become a top third of the league unit with the likes of Greg Ward and JC JJ R. C Gaziga Whiteside. (laughs) I like Greg Ward. (laughs) No, Greg Ward is okay. At least an okay guy, he's (laughs) I mean, they shut down Woods, Cooks, Cup, Higby. Granted, there was a there was a hurt hand. Uh, I don't I don't think Wentz is that much better than Goff. It is in Philly. I'm laying points in the road. I shouldn't be. But this is the Dallas that we thought they could be all year. This is the Dallas with a nice offense. You got these slow ass linebackers gonna be chasing Tony Pollard all around the field. Pollard's backups gonna be running for 150. Uh, Philly Philly lost the turnover battle badly in the first game, you know, I'm uh, I'm not seeing I don't think that's predictive. I don't I don't see it happening again, you know, unless Wentz goes full, you know, moron like he's been known to sometimes. But yeah, it's it's Greg Ward and J Chase you go to Whiteside versus a decent coverage unit. And then you got Coop and Gallup versus that trash, trash cover unit. It's you know who you know who the number one team in first downs per game is? I'm guessing it's
1: not the Eagles.
0: How about them Cowboys, yes. It's they have more first downs per game than even Baltimore. It's an efficient offense when they're not doing stupid things. That all that said, I bet it. I was excited about it. And then Dak might have a bum shoulder, so I'm stuck. I can't buy out of it. Those were the arguments I made when I bet it. I might be dead in the water if Dak is you know, severely limited. Mm. So
1: you so, so you felt pretty solid about this coaching staff and this, this team with this constitution and all these head cases heading into a primetime, effectively a nighttime game at the link as, you know, facing an underdog.
0: Yeah, I don't think Doug, Doug Peterson doesn't impress me much. He lost that game as uh, with the seven turnovers. Does the quarterback, yes, remember that?
1: Oh, he was bad. Yeah, d- outside dude, dude, outside by the is, way, he lost seven. that game, and their only—I t- looked it up. Their only touchdown was a uh, was a pick six. Yes.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, one of them had to go for a score. <laughs> you know who the kicker was that day? Uh, Adam Military. No, no, no! Don't you remember those commercials <laughs> where they do the countdown of the players of the week uh, and uh, boom, Boomer Doom, and the number one player would always be Al Del Greco. Oh my goodness! Holy smokes! He was a good right. kicker. He was a good kicker. Anyway, yeah, he was. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I, I still have a lot of good cases for Dallas, but there's going to be a ton of Philly numbers. I mean, if it gets getting to three, it was a no brainer for people to bet Philly, and now the injury, more Phillies money is going to come in. So again, this is another one: Green Bay and Dallas. I got bad numbers. I got bad situations. I still don't mind them. I think they.
2: Mm.
1: You're up against our boy Zuma in both of those two bets. Zuma, and his. I, it's, we should have had him on this week to have a little sparring debate between you guys. Could have stirred a pot for we'll Christmas. Do,
0: we didn't mention this yet, but I think we'll do It <clears> would we'll have been like die Hard. We'll do some guests <laughs> for uh, playoffs. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, that's for sure. Um, okay, well, Philly got some of my money. Uh, I bet him on the money line. I and think we'll Philly went I fell into the trap. I fell into the trap. Even though I have money at stake on them to win the East that uh, would go up in smoke, were they to lose, I put more money on the stupid team. Uh, and my entire framework for this was uh, kind of thinking through some of the effort we've gotten from Philly with their backs against the wall. This season. I harken back to the game against the Packers uh, on the road. They needed a win. They played extremely physically, extremely violently. Um, They set the tone with their running attack. uh, And I would like to see them bring that same energy, that same intensity into this matchup. Um, With or without a a full-strength Dak Prescott, I still liked the Eagles in the spot. Um, I really have been wildly impressed by Sanders. I think he is a really dynamic playmaker, uh, exactly who they needed all season long. Jordan Howard, I felt like was a minus. In fact, if they're like, oh, Jordan Howard's going to go in this game, I'm probably going to be like crestfallen. Like I would, I want, I want all the Sanders I can get in this spot. Um, I mentioned that Greg Ward, I think is running pretty crisp routes and he's got a little bit of chemistry with um, with Carson Wentz, which is cool. And uh, I like just in general the tight end, the two tight end look that uh, Philly trots out there. I think they can make, um, you know, make pay against this Cowboys defense that I find lacking in the physicality tackling department, especially. When things are not going well for this unit, uh, when they are getting out physical, it shows. Uh, and we saw. The Vikings do it to him. We saw the Bills do it to him, and I think that uh, with a you know with a reasonably healthy now, I'm I'm, I'm counting on Lane Johnson going very much so. I um, think he
0: practiced. I think he's going. I don't okay. think they're getting any receivers back.
1: I don't care. I don't need to see Aguilar out there. I definitely. I mean, we're not. We're definitely not going mean, to. The nice. only guy that made a difference was Jet was Jeffrey, I, um, and he's on the IR, so he's not coming back. They, you know what I
0: mean? Deshaun Jackson
1: next year. <sighs> Damn, dude, I know this team could. have What could have been with this Eagles team? My God, um, I. And again, you know, like the like in a lot of the same ways that the numbers would bear out that Prescott has clearly been a top five quarterback this season. Wentz has clearly been a top ten quarterback. He's passing the ball well. He's just not getting a ton of support from his cast. I, look at the numbers. You're making a face. Check them out, man. Uh, Wentz, in my opinion, clearly a top ten guy. Um, and I would think very much, very he's been, much.
0: He's been good the last couple of weeks, but it's cause he's played. I mean, he has looked really good these last two weeks, but he also played some high end secondaries. So that, that boosted up. Well, he, to play, he to play the night or the, the giants and the skins. Of course, you're going to be looking good.
1: I guess. Uh, who, I think
0: who were his last three opponents.
1: Um, uh, it was the giants, the skins and the dolphins, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's three, no, he, three, and three teams he, that ought to make you look good. Yeah.
0: He, he, has, he has, I mean, he has the numbers. He has, the, I mean, even a top 15 quarterback needs to put up those kind of numbers. And he has. I'll give him credit there. He's had, he's had good ratings. He only threw one pick over that three game span, he threw eight touchdowns, averaged just shy of 300 yards. Yeah. He he had the games, but uh, well, that defense, that defense letting the skins back in the game. That scares me against, yeah. against a much better offense.
1: Well, talk to me about this Dallas offense. Uh, Teron Smith going to go? Is he
0: 100%? I don't think so.
1: Lyle that Collins, is he going to go?
0: I'm not, I'm not. I i don't even want to make speculations because, <laughs> first of all, I've already made the bad. I'm in this bet. Okay. I can't okay, buy out because it's not going. But also, this the last time they played and a couple times this yeah, season, great, I feel great like. Great point. These the Cowboys, Cowboys have been fucking with Oh the poor man! Porn.
2: Yes, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: man! Yeah. Like everybody's hurt, guys. I don't even know if we can put a squad out there. And then, boom, <laughs> oh, actually, every- they're all good. Oh, oh yeah. guess what? Hey, they all went from they all went from like doubtful to playing. Yeah. So I I yeah, don't know what to right. make of that. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if everyone's out. It wouldn't surprise me if everyone plays, but it would it would hurt my feelings if they're all out. <laughs> it wouldn't be good.
1: Um, Jason Garrett pressure on him he's a lame duck he's if everyone out there speculating about who's going to get this job that can't make you feel good
0: you know you know who if anybody has motivation to coach their ass off it's a guy who will probably be getting some talk to fill in for one of those positions because so. i I, sure. think Kel, I think kellen moore's name he i don't think he gets one next year but he's gonna be the guy yeah, way too young well, he, he's the guy that, eh, I don't know, you know, they do that now. You know, it's like, nah. oh, man. With the Kingsbury and the MFA, and the it's like maybe young is the new I, old. I think, so no, I, think, no, no. I don't yeah. think he gets McVay, a job. McVay I don't think he gets stupid. a job.
1: Uh, anyway, ahead, yeah.
0: I don't think he gets a job this year. Now i got to look up
1: how old he is. Probably know he's like, like a Mormon and he's like 32. He looks think
0: 13. I think it's, I <laughs> he think looks it's 13. one of those <laughs> That's the problem. He looks young. All right. I think it's the thing where you go do the interviews. You don't get a job, but he, get, he gets like three interviews. He doesn't. He's not really in a contention. But then the fact that he's had head coaching interviews the year after that, it's like, oh, I mean, we got to look at Kellen Moore again, don't we? And then he does get one in like 2021.
1: Okay. Yeah, he's thirty-one. Uh, I think McVeigh got hired at thirty-two, so it's not out of. Totally out of out of control, but I think McVeigh. You know, even though he was young and he didn't have the experience necessarily, he at least looked. Like you know, a, a man. Gorgeous.
2: Yeah,
1: he's gorgeous. <laughs> Kellen Moore looks like uh, you know, like a little boy sometimes, which is uh, he looks know. like a young Adam Chernoff.
0: Remember that he does he have the that one look. when he had yes. the glasses on. He looked just yeah. like Chernoff in that one. I'm
1: pretty of. sure Chernoff is younger than him, but uh, all all sudden, all all yeah, right. I'll, yeah, it's uh, it's tough to hand over the clipboard <laughs> to uh, to a, uh, a Kellen Moore at this point. Right, he yeah, needs to grow years. some facial hair probably. Um yeah, grow a goatee. Like uh do, you know, Coach do the it. shot effect. Yeah, get some scruff. Get years. some scruff. Um speaking of the bears. No. Uh okay. All right. Well, I'm sticking with Philly. You think the over is bettable better here? It's down. Forty six and a half. It's under the key number forty seven. Yeah. This is gonna ha- this is gonna be an empty the playbook kind of game. Uh do we think this is a kitchen sink game? Uh,
0: uh unless Dallas gets to forty eight
1: are problems with both <laughs> their problems with both defenses uh, yeah is this an overlook Bunch of like how many games in a row Dallas would have made this I mean you know Dallas I guess to go back to Thanksgiving Dallas didn't have 47 points but against the Bears that would this would have cleared easy against the Rams this cleared easy
0: this is the game that what the Cowboys should have done against the Vikings where you're playing a bad secondary, and they did it part of the game. Same thing against the Packers. They were able to do it part of the game, but this is a game where Dallas can get to 35 points. They have outside weapons against terrible cornerbacks, terrible coverage schemes, and slow linebackers. They can get, I mean, they scored 37 against them earlier in the year. It's not of the realm of possibility to do that again. Definitely an overlook. Dallas, while I said the secondary is improving, it's top one third in the league. They still are missing some pieces. They still have some some injuries, and it's still not like an elite defense. And yeah, Greg Ward is okay. And I, I like you said, I like the Dallas like got
1: You're South Dakota's Jackrabbit, right? South Dakota State. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, Arizona, Seattle. You got you got a play on this one. I took I took the the points with Arizona already.
0: Yep. Oh, we ten. touched on it Sunday. I'm, I'm probably not even going to get too deep What's into a this? fair
1: line for this? Seven and a half? Seven? Eight. Eight, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm down there ten, with you. I took, I took ten because two. it
0: was there.
1: Yeah, and well, Seattle's not, uh, Seattle is exactly the kind of team that uh, wins ugly. I mean, if we know anything about Seattle, what do we know? They win their, by one score.
0: Yeah, <laughs> even, if they're, fag,
1: even if they're up by 21.
0: <laughs> their Pythag fag is now down to 8.58 wins <laughs> for an 11-3 and team. <laughs> That's in the one seat. It's in the one seed. They're an eight and a half win team. I guess if you rounded, they would be nine and seven. Dude, is They're regression ever
1: going to come for Russell Wilson, or is it not a thing?
0: Playoffs. Give it the playoffs, I guess. Okay. Anyway, um, Clowney and Wagner are a little dinged up.
1: <sighs> yeah, I don't know uh, if they, Clowney they takes the field.
0: <laughs> I, I doubt he does. Wagner's a little hurt. Uh, Arizona has a good, maybe great pass rush.
1: Shaq Griffin's and, hurt too, right?
0: yes. Yes. And I think Arizona kind of finally figured out what they need to do with the running back spot. The The receivers are starting to get it. They have one that's been getting it for 15 years. And you have a, a coach in Pete Carroll who's not going to be aggressive on fourth downs. And you have a guy on the other side of the field that was supposed to be a lot more. And kind of, I guess he's starting to – I mean, it's a throwaway season. Why not? So hopefully the lack of aggression on one side keeps us well within the number.
1: You think 10. Arizona's
0: live? Yeah, they're always live. They're they're a weird team. They're always live to win.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm pissed I didn't back them last week. I knew that was the right side against Cleveland, Same. and I let them off the hook. Very
0: mad. I didn't even tease them. <laughs> All week, I was trying to tease
1: them. Um, oh, speaking of a tease, is, uh, is
0: Philly a good teaser, like two and a half? No, because they're not going to keep it close. <laughs> is there a teaser on the board that you like this week? I haven't even looked at that yet. I'm so sour on teasers after Chargers LA, Falcons. The LA teams just took me in over a barrel.
1: Oh, so let's go back to the well, man. Chargers, uh, Chargers Rams. Chargers. <laughs> right back to that. Right
0: back to that wall. Well, how about this? Giant. A. Here's it, a gross man. one. Giants. <laughs> no, no. I know. I'm Giants Falcons. Giants Falcons. Oh my god. All right. <laughs> Sunday night football. Are you ready for a party? Yes.
1: In Chicago. Under. The wind the windy city. Is there gonna be weather?
0: It's always cold. It's always sucks. It yeah, I know, but then here. we're
1: probably gonna get snow, huh? No? Mm-hmm. No snow on week sixteen. No Christmas no no white Christmas for us.
0: I'm my weather around here is we're looking towards some snow next week. We've had a nasty cold front come through. It was below zero for a few days we're we're finally gonna tick up to like the 20s tomorrow zero celsius
1: or or fahrenheit
0: fahrenheit dude i mean it's like five (laughs) five below (laughs) what yeah i mean it was five below fahrenheit the other day it's it's i
1: thought global warming was happening
2: uh it
0: looks like it's actually gonna be a nice day on sunday it's gonna be 44 Mm. degrees oh low low chance and there's always it i mean you you look at Chicago weather, there's always a 10-mile-an-hour wind. It's never still.
1: Right. Um. KC, feel a little, a uh, little, little, uh, little, lot of support out there for them this week.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people with KC tickets in their pocket already. Uh, yeah. This, uh, this number is in the Vegas zone there. Five and a half, mm-hmm. five. It doesn't look like it's going to make it to six, which means there's probably something on the other side of it. Uh, I don't know, man. Chicago's got nothing to play for. The narratives write themselves in this one. Um, I will say, I don't think it's, I don't think you can in any way, shape, or form. Um, there was a real move in this game in the market, and it was to the under. And I think that was informed largely by a recalibration of Kansas City's defense that was done by some of the sharper folks. And it's good, it is, it's good, it's a good defense. They're playing up. They're playing to a very high level, and this is not just because they've had the trash cans of Oakland and New England and uh, Drew Locke to kick around the last couple weeks. They are legitimately playing well. Um, and, yeah, they should give Trubisky help. Thunder was a great play. This is not a Sunday night football game I'm looking forward to watching. Uh, Pat Mahomes and company have lacked a little bit of the dynamic synergy that we saw from them last season. Do you see Pat Mahomes only has like 23 touchdowns? What's up with yes. that?
0: Yeah, we bet on him. Sup more than with
1: that? Sup with that?
0: That's our losing <laughs> ticket for the year.
1: What? Over, uh,
0: we bet over over thirty five. He got hurt. Yeah, he got hurt. Yeah, but, but yeah, still, this,
1: if you no, prorate still... his if you prorate his touchdowns per game, it would prorate it out to like oh, thirty two.
0: Let's not do math. I was there was no math.
1: <laughs> he wasn't going to get to thirty six even if he played them all.
0: Oh, I think the injury played into that. He would have got to thirty six clearly if he wasn't injured. We'll just go with that. Um, <laughs> The Bears, yeah, dead in the water. The offense is a little struggling, and the defense for the Chiefs has greatly improved. The under was the right move. I'm not backing anything here. Uh, the under, the number got away from me, so I'm not touching it. Two good defenses, uh, one good offense that's maybe been a little bit, uh, a little bit stymied by some injuries. So no one looks for us. We'll have set in halftime, I'm sure.
1: Given that uh, the Bears aren't really playing for much, you think uh, they kind of treat this as their Super Bowl?
0: Uh, I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. What do you make of that narrative in general? I think that's I, that's really what I was dumb.
0: trying to. I was trying to think in my head. I mean, is, is it real? No.
1: no I mean, if, sometimes you, you have a in Super hindsight, Bowl. You, in hindsight, you can say, on. "Wow, that team really played up. Like they really played hard. They left it all out there." Okay. And you can say you can ascribe that was their Super Bowl. But I don't think you can really call it coming, right?
0: Let's say you had two two games. Which one would be your Super Bowl if you're the Bears, an AFC team, headed the playoffs or Minnesota next week?
1: Uh, an AFC team at home.
0: I, I get the home narrative, but I'd really especially rather, if your coach Nagy's going us. up
1: against, especially if your I coach, Matt Nagy's going up against his old team and your, your Man. quarterback's going up against a guy that he constantly gets compared to.
0: I'd still rather beat Minnesota from the bears. They don't give a, okay. they don't, I mean, you can say Nagy, but I mean, the, the bears team didn't play for Andy Reid. They don't give a shit.
1: I feel like the bears would rather give Minnesota, the NFC North over the Packers. I feel like they'd rather screw. Oh, back. I
0: don't think you'll ever find a team that said, "Yeah, we'll we'll lose to we'll, we'll to lay up on a team to screw the, the Bears." now. the Bears. Really? It's like we talked about. We talked about this the other week. T- players don't quit. Players sure, have. They have true. to have that's their true. own selfish. Uh, they have to look out for themselves. It's still a job.
1: Yes, it is. It is still a job. Um, all right. Job, well,
0: job ain't nothing but work.
1: So nothing pregame for you on this on the nightcap. No, sir. Okay. Well. With that, safe travels, stay warm, enjoy the holidays. Say la vie. Yeah, is that a Christmas thing? It's French. Oh, okay, French Christmas, okay. That's how you say Merry Christmas in French? Cool.
0: Joyeux Noël.
1: Um, oh, okay, yeah. That's good. <laughs> how do you say it in uh, German?
0: Frohe Weihnachten.
1: Ah, this is good to know. Um, Chinese? they celebrate Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> I don't think they do I do of
0: think they do they probably do now with the amount of I bet they make a lot of Christmas stuff over there
1: yeah they probably do make a lot of Christmas stuff you're right um, alright well enjoy Christmas uh, enjoy spending time with the fam and uh, let's uh, let's hit this week 16 card out of the park
0: to the moon Alice is that a Christmas thing Feliz Navidad. Oh, there we go. <laughs> that was the one I was looking for. <laughs> I don't know why you didn't skip Spanish.
1: Because <laughs> I was playing a trick on you. Do you guys um...
0: have I know all the other ones. Do you have uh, <laughs> Do you have I know you have Taco Bell, but do you have Taco oh, Do you have Taco Johns?
1: Never. That is not a thing.
2: Stop. Okay. There's it's, no such thing.
0: It's it's like a it's like a northern thing. It's it's cause it goes as far out as Wyoming. But they're all over here. You have both. And they're, it's better. They're worse tacos, but they have the, <laughs> the, they have something called Potato Olay's. I guess we're not
1: going to get a Taco John sponsorship in this anytime, so.
0: Or are we on the air? <laughs> anyway, but anyway, no, they no, they, so tacos. they have they have something called Potato Olay's. And they're okay, like, ta- okay. you know, they're tater coins. But they have, sure. special, they have the special seasoning. Yeah. And they're so good. Sure. And every year they Sounds release good. something. And it's it's called Nachos Navidad. <laughs> it's just their are nachos, but with different colored chips. It's red and, red and green chips. There's nothing different about it. And but they they put out the, they put out this and for a couple of years and they might still do this. They did their churros like that where they did oh, green, yes. green and red sugar. So there's yeah. nothing different about the chips.
1: It's just it's people color. line up for them though, right?
0: Oh my god! And and they run this commercials. With the Feliz Navidad song, they bought the rights to it, and they'll, they'll play the song over the old commercial, and then at the end, they'll do the, you know, the, the you know, the, you know, whatever, where it mounts to that last line, from yes. the bottom of my heart, and then it'll say, and from Taco Giants, and like, I can't hear that song, because that, that, that commercial's on every Christmas up here. For like the last 25 years. I mean, it's from like the 80s. I've up. So I've, I've watched that show <laughs> a thousand times. So I can't hear that song without like saying, and from Taco, Taco John's. John's.
1: All right. I'll have to find that. I think you're not going to check it out.
0: Oh my God. Uh, six all right, well,
1: enjoy your, your Taco John's. For, six. And Felice Navidad. Mm. Okay.
0: Taco John's wants you to have a happy holiday, the Mexican way, with Nachos Navidad. Lots of fresh-made corn tortilla chips, piled high and topped with all kinds of delicious things. Nachos Navidad, from Taco John's. I
2: want to wish you a Merry Christmas.